0: This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the show that never ends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast, the official Red Bull Podcast of SB Nation and Watson Metro. I'm your host, Jason Ipico
1: I'm Pat McDonald, and this is episode 211, Beware the Eyes of Marsh, yeah, which I stole from a tweet by Lisa Richardson. So, congratulations for uh, indirectly coming up with the title of our show.
0: I think so. that might have been the first tweet that led to the show title, so Congratulations. Cool. Yeah, don't sue us. 211 episodes, and that's the first time we've done that. It's actually kind of impressive if you think about it. Yeah. (laughs) But, so, uh, yeah, uh, big news broke yesterday. Wait, it was yesterday, right? I'm not crazy. With the uh, Curtis stuff? Yes. Uh, I think it came out today. Jeez, my timeline is just so screwed up right now. Uh, So, yeah, Ollie Curtis, officially gone from the New York Red Bulls. Uh, Apparently a mutual uh, thing. Mutual my ass. Well... I say it apparently because you know th- those kinds of statements saying that you guys mutually part of ways is always like it's like it's like a bad breakup, but you never want to admit that you're the one that got dumped. So, yeah. you, no. you,
1: I I get the feeling for like you know the past few months, uh, Ali Curtis was pulling on full George, full on George Costanza, and like sneaking into crawling through vents to get to his office, and he's like, "Let them know I'm in my
0: office," uh, and they just they happened to come around the times that he was napping under the under the desk. Yeah, <laughs> so. Uh but yeah, so Ollie Curtis officially out as supporting director of New York Red Bulls. Uh I don't think there's been a replacement yet that's been named. So it's well I know mean, Dennis Hamlet's acting, but I don't think anybody's been officially I think, named.
1: I don't know if they've been officially but I think that the all the sources say that Dennis Hamlet will be taking over that position.
0: I mean I can't imagine do you make him acting before firing Curtis if that's not the plan, so yeah, you,
1: you need somebody who's gonna do Marsh's bidding for sure. Yeah.
0: So Curtis out, Dax out. Twenty seventeen is looking to be fun, huh?
1: Oh yeah, indeed, absolutely. Uh, we're we're off to a uh, smashing start for sure. There is no doubt about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, second show of the year, and our our uh, co host Truman's not even here to help us out.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, like one of all the days to do this, he yeah. had to be doing something else. And
1: yeah, I got a I got a text message from Jesse Marsh said, "Don't let that Truman be on the show." And I got scared. Oh, so. Is that what it is? Yeah, I got really scared, so I was like, "Okay, wow. uh, Truman." Uh go to an ESC meeting and he's like, I don't think there is one. I was like, No, there is. Go, go,
0: go, go, go. Even if there isn't, make one. Yeah. Wow. I didn't I didn't realize Mars got in contact with you. Yeah, it's I'm special, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you we somehow can't break any inside scoops. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> We're not that special apparently. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Alright. Anyway, uh so let's talk about the fallout of this. Um
1: Do we want to read the email first? Because oh, this is so that's right.
0: old. That's right. I guess it kind of ties into all this. Um, It it
1: does, especially as the topic of this email has been tweeting
0: a lot lately. Correct. So we'll read the email first, then the... So anyway, uh, back when, what was it, the day that it was rumored McCarty was gone is when we recorded our last episode, Um, the day after, obviously, he was let go, or a trade, I should say, Chicago, Uh, so uh, Michael Wenzel had actually emailed us that night that we recorded, but unfortunately it was afterwards and we never got a chance to read it on the air. Uh, he said about that, Cause this guy is the heart and soul of this team, the second major, and that major's on all caps, by the way, uh, probably an understatement, move, Pecky being the other, uh, which will no doubt infuriate fans. I feel like I've been punched in the gut again. How do you justify shipping off your captain? Please don't tell me allocation money. Well, it was allocation money, so...
1: it's tell you, buddy. It's for allocation <laughs> money. <laughs>
0: Uh, which has not been used yet, as far as I know.
1: And what the only rumor is, Aaron Johansson in the summer.
0: Yeah, hey, right back in the summer, yay, yay. In a-, in, in, in a country where you don't need to actually worry about buying defenders. Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: yeah.
0: um so then the subject of the email, Dax McCurdy, Uh on Twitter today, Sean Francis had Sean Francis uh, at the Offside Rules had quoted Curtis's um, or the Red Bulls' accomplishments as Curtis's sporting director. Dax throwing a lot of salt at the Red Bulls, basically. Hmm. Saying, quote, thank you for the two most successful seasons in club history. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. So, yeah. I'm going to say it's pretty safe to say Dax is still holding a grudge about the move.
1: and, And couple that with the fact that, you know, he has come out and said, you know, Ali had nothing to do with the trade. Um, well, yeah, there's you know, that. You know, he says Jesse Marsh is the reason he got traded. Uh, D- you know, if you follow Dax's wife on Instagram, which I don't, but I've seen people post stuff, I mean, she's routinely shitting on the Red Bulls. <laughs> um, and, and you know what? Obviously, there's no reason to blame them. I mean, these, these Dax is a great player. You got, uh, you know, you would, I think a lot of things that have been said on other podcasts and other articles that somebody like that should have. If he, were, he was going to be traded, he should have been consulted as to where he wanted to be traded, um, you know, or, you know, basically it was done, what, a day or two after his wedding, which just seems...
0: And, or, and while he's at, away with the United States national team.
1: Yeah, exactly. And uh, which you did a very fine job, mind you, against Jamaica. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I think you might see him in the American roster in March, but that's uh, another story. Uh, I mean, I think really what this all comes down to now is uh, Jesse Marsh, you got to win an MLS Cup. Uh, I, I mean, I really, I think that's what it comes down to. I mean, it's, it's if you, the everything is now on Jesse Marsh, and we've won the Supporter Shield. Um, you know, we've, I know there's some some diehards out there who still care about the Open Cup. I'm sorry, and I again, I'll say I'm sorry until it's it's in the majority of the fan consciousness. It doesn't matter. But w- when it comes down to it, you gotta win MLS Cup. I mean, that, it's really MLS Cup or nothing now. And I mean, if you're gonna make these decisions that seem so crazy, you better damn well know what you're doing. And, and you know, I think, uh, you um, uh, Mark Fishkin on Seeing Red, he certainly had a sober way of looking at this, which it didn't work for the last few years. Um, they have depth. They have obvious depth with, with Tyler Adams and Sean Davis, with many, many pundits saying Sean Davis would be starting on any other MLS team uh, if he was not stuck behind that charm for it. You know, and it, it's, it's – Mark said uh, along the lines of it didn't work. For two years, something had to change. He didn't win the MLS Cup, something had to change. So they made the change, and it just now the onus is on Jesse Marsh. He has to win. Uh, I mean, he, maybe he doesn't because, I, I, frankly, I could see him going to Salzburg next year anyway. Um, but it, it's that's what it comes down to. I mean, I think if you're going to rip, if you're going to do something this drastic, this rash, you've got to win. And and I do think, and I think I said this when we, on the show. When they traded him. If you don't spend that money, that $400,000, it's 200 is for this year. So it has to be spent this year. Um, You know, then why the hell are you trading the guy? Um, So that's really it when it comes down to it. If you're going to make these kinds of businesses' business decisions, then, you know, then you better win. It's really what it's winner that's it. I think at this point for Jesse Marsh, and hopefully he knows that. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll we shall
0: see. Yeah, uh, I think you, like you said, it kind of has to be on Jesse at this point. I mean, looking at the team makeup today, the starters returning from the, the last Pecky year, mm-hmm. you can count them on two fingers: Oof. Luis Robles and Ray Phillips. Mm. Wow. So this, so the the first year is not. The first year of any new coach, I would never call it, quote, their team. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there's always some holdouts in the previous year. The second year is getting to the to be their team the third year, especially, like, in this case. This is Marsh's team now. Mm-hmm. So he has the guys he feels is what he needs to win. Mm-hmm. So, as you're saying, it, is na- it should be now considered MLS cover bust, especially after getting rid of Curtis. I think it's actually, when you were mentioning it, I... I or talking about it, um, something flashed in my head. After Pecky was fired and they had that first town hall, uh-huh. somebody had asked the question point blank, if Pecky gets fired for win- for making it to the Eastern Conference Finals, one game away from MLS Cup, does that mean that Marsh has to win it in his first year? Uh-huh. And of course the answer was you know a non-answer and basically a no, but I think at this point now, the answer, like you said, is has to be a yes. Like if you won the Eastern Conference regular season two years in a row, one of which was the Porter Shield. The one year you were in the Eastern Conference finals, the other one obviously weren't. But with those two types of years, the two best regular seasons in, ML- in Red Bull's history, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. you have to start delivering a trophy. Yeah, absolutely. Now, if I, I will admit this up front. If they win CCL and not win MLS Cup, I will not be mad this year. Yeah, Because uh, the way I look at it is... Uh, to win CCL is not, uh, I've, I was about to say it's better, but that's not true. Um, it's slightly more challenging only because they had, what, it's been November, I think was the last CCL match, and now you're talking three months, a new roster, um, and then contending with the beginning of MLS and all the stuff that brings. So it, it's not like winning the CCL is is easy, but you got to win something this year. That's the bottom line. No matter what, you have to bring home a trophy. Yeah,
1: and I suppose that's the good thing is that you know we certainly have uh, you know we will obviously talk more about the CCL later in this uh, episode. We certainly do have a trophy to look forward to immediately. Um, You know, and you know, and for for what it's worth, to be you know to to take the flip side and try and be a bit more positive. (coughs) I mean, things like this have happened in the history of sports where teams have dumped long time. You know, long time fav- fan favorites, and they have gone on to win championships. I mean, I recall when I believe it was two years at, uh, when the Patriots won their second Super Bowl uh, in the early two thousands. Uh, the beginning of that season, they jumped. They dumped you know team captain fan favorite Lawyer Malloy like right before the season began. And if I'm not mistaken, the first game of the season they lost thirty five to nothing to Buffalo. Um, everyone said uh, that you know. Bill Belichick had lost the team and all that stuff, and they went on to win the Super Bowl that year. Um, and and I think another thing from the Red Bulls' standpoint is, you know, there have been a number of pundits who have come out and saying the youth movement is the way to go. It's the future of MLS. And I think to a certain extent that may be true. Um, you know, obviously, I think for the growth of this game in this country and for its um, status to grow in this country – uh, we certainly do need a stronger youth system. We do need our younger players playing and being the faces of these leagues. I mean, that's what they are in many of the uh, second tier European leagues, like ne- the Netherlands and, uh, you know, countries like that. So, you know, I think there, there's something to be said for that. And, and despite... And you know what? The Red Bulls have always done well. They've done well. It's making those under-the-radar sa- signings. Like, they had this past uh, couple weeks with the kid from uh, Cameroon at center back, and uh, the kid from Panama, right back. Um, so, you know, I mean, let's not forget that's how they found uh, Kamar Lawrence, and guys like that. You know, so it, it's very possible these, these kids, they've scouted them well and they are ready to step in. So, I mean, if there's something to be hopeful for, there's that. And that being said, um, you know, if you, I still think they got $200,000 they should be spending uh, on talent. There's no doubt about that. They have it. They traded a bit way a big piece for it. It makes no sense to just sit
0: on it. Yeah. I, I. So, I mean, aside from what they can do with that $400,000, um, when the years move in phase, I mean, look at the uh, USL team last year winning the USL Cup in such a spectacular fashion, like just completely mm-hmm. dominating the league. Mm-hmm. And a few of those guys look like legitimate MLS starters mm-hmm. at points during that year. So, yeah, I mean, I, I mean just echoing what we've been saying for the past, you know, Ten minutes now. If Marsh doesn't win something this year, then he hasn't to the blank because he has the pieces he needs.
1: Yeah,
0: like it's 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 not like the team was in like the fourth or fifth spot in Eastern Conference the last few years, and there was no academy there. No, you had a team that is two years in a row first in the East. You have a USL team that's been that's destroyed everybody last year. Yeah, and you even brought some of those guys in to help with CCL last year because of meeting guys on the roster, you should have everybody you need to win this year. Absolutely. I mean, and now, granted, playoffs are a crapshoot, so it's possible it won't happen, but, you know, when you are looking at the Red Bulls the way they are, then there should not be any excuses. Absolutely. Alright. Um, with that, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Red Bull rant right after this. Back to the Red Bull rant. Uh, so let's talk about uh the Red Bull upcoming schedule. So, first off, preseason wise, um, we have played I think it's four games at this point. I think I, I check this again. I think it's four games. Uh, yes, four once against Portland, once against Salt Lake, uh, game against New England Revolution, and one against New York City FC.
1: There was, there was one against Tucson, which is for some oh, not listed.
0: Yeah, yeah, so five. Maybe because the MLS website doesn't care about non-MLS <laughs> non- yeah, teams maybe. in that respect. I don't know. So five, yeah. five games. Um, it
1: was too. It was too hard for them to upload the GIF, the, uh, the JPEG for FC Tucson. So
0: that's, they're like, eh, "We're only get one use out of it. It's not use. <laughs> not useful." Um, in fairness, it probably is how they actually think about it, because all of the team websites revol- are based off the same template from uh, the headquarters, in New York. So it's not like. The Red Bulls have that much say over the actual schedule page, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so, four, four MLS teams in preseason. One, I, I don't even remember what they're in. PDL, I guess? What's that? Is Tucson in PDL? Or is it USL? I don't I, remember what the league they're in.
1: They're not, they're not USL. I'm pretty sure they're PDL. Okay.
0: Well, anyway. So, uh, a pretty good start to preseason. They beat Portland, I think it was 2 nothing. Yes. Uh, the I forget what happened against Salt Lake, honestly. That's for me that's I think it was cool. a nil
1: nil. Okay. I think it was a nil nil draw, yeah. Uh,
0: so it was uh, two times that uh you know, they won that fuck, I'm sorry, I just Wow. <laughs> I am just completely off today. Um, <laughs> so then they lost to uh, the revolution to nothing. They beat SC2 on three one. They beat New York City two nothing what Darren Forgestine calls uh, them continuing their domination, but this time, Tucson is red.
1: Because,
0: <laughs> because apparently we can't just play New York City in the preseason without it meaning something.
1: Of course, yeah. Uh, so, Let's all get crazy about it meaning this game against the B team. Yeah. Uh,
0: so now that leads us into um, the match coming up on Wednesday, February 22nd, uh, the first meaningful match of 2017. Uh, CCL match quarterfinals, leg one against the Vancouver Whitecaps will be hosted at Red Bull Arena. Um, 8 p.m. start time, possibly on Facebook, because there's no information about this on the website for the Red Bull, so I'm assuming it's on Facebook, since that's every other game so far in CCL. Um, So, let's talk about that one. Vancouver, last year, not so great in MLS, they missed the playoffs, but they did manage to... Completely for nothing, or, or completely win their way through the group stage of Concacaf with a plus eight goal differential and zero mm. losses and zero draws. So I'd say they're in pretty good shape, and that includes Sporting Kansas City, by the way. So there you go. And it's not like they. Game will be. It's not like they played just like like who was it? It was yeah. the team was Central, which was from Trinidad and Tobago. So yeah. those are the team in their group.
1: Yeah, the game will be on Univision Deportes.
0: Well, hopefully it will be on Facebook or something also because I don't have cable.
1: Uh-oh. Oh, he's a cord cutter.
0: I thought everybody knew this. Yeah. Have not talked about this before? Yeah, probably. Um, all right. So, thoughts on the game against Vancouver? Do you think that we can take uh, a, a good lead into the second leg? Do you think we can stop them from getting any away goal advantage? What do you think is going to happen?
1: I mean, I, here's the plus. I mean, preseason to preseason, you really don't want to read too much into it. Um... But it, the Red Bulls are performing better. I mean, Vancouver does have three wins. Granted, they're against uh, teams over in England from, like, the first, you know, League Two. So it's not like exactly stellar competition that they got their wins against. They struggled against MLS competition when they came back home uh, with two draws and a loss. Uh, you know, the Red Bulls beat. Uh, you know, uh, you just went over, you, I'm not gonna recap anything, but the Rebels have done okay so far in preseason. They're not exactly against top talent, and, you know, uh, I, I think really what you gotta come, you gotta worry about and wonder about is how much of the, the absences of Sasa Question, Bradley Ray Phillips, and Luis Robles gonna affect this team. I mean, have they had enough time in this window to gel? Um Kljestan obviously had a very good game yesterday against New York City FC with two goals. Um, I think uh, Gonzalo Verón had some nice moments. He may not have gotten on the score sheet, but he had the assist on the first goal with uh, Um, You know, but and he looked really strong on the ball. Um, you know, so I, I think it comes down to how much is this new inform- new formation going to take the weight off of the. Um, always slow starting Bradley Ray Phillips. I mean, I would almost expect Bradley to not score a goal in this game, um, based on how he's performed in the past. Uh, you know, so I I certainly, I'm not super hopeful. Let me be honest. I am actually kind of pessimistic about this, this first round of CCL as a whole. I kind of, due to basically both the teams starting, always starting slow, the season slow. And, um... You know, maybe looking at Vancouver too lightly, uh, not really bringing any reinforcements into this roster. Uh, but I, I do think they'll at least win at home. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with a one nothing win at home. Uh, but then they obviously have that leg in Vancouver to worry about. So uh, we'll just stick with the one nothing uh, win. And uh, I should be at the game, so hopefully I'll see some of you there.
0: There you go. Um... So first off, let me congratulate Vancouver Whitecaps for actually putting score lines on their game so far in preseason because <laughs> the Rebels only had one out of, one out of five. Um, well, I mean the Rebels
1: communication department as so of late has been yeah.
0: <laughs> or web design or anybody, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that that Curtis thing really took the dough out of sales, huh? Yeah, I, I, really I, just... I wonder which part of the three hundred page plan covered the IT department because apparently that that part went missing.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, well, once he left, yeah, that maybe he did cover it, and then that—that's why it's like, like our boss is gone. Let's
0: do nothing. All right. Um. So I, I think one that can be a really good result for the Red Bulls. Um. The, the, the most important part, just like in the playoffs for MLS, is that away goals is the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. So, sh- any kind of shutout against Vancouver right now is just the best thing you could hope for, because that means that you go into Vancouver with basically any goal counting there counts double and yeah. that's that's a really good situation to be in in a second leg of anything um so oh oh sorry i'm looking at the facebook page and already they have a mexican flag in the semifinals like how did that happen but then i realized yeah. two mexican clubs are playing each other so
1: i was like they're pretty cocky there <laughs> at the facebook
0: yeah um so i i think one thing the to be a really good result um the replays I saw of the question goals made me feel good that this team seems to, at least on the offensive side, be a little bit better than it was last year. Yeah. Uh, I know that that's a sample size of two goals, so I'm re- I might be reading too much into that, but whatever, I'm, I'm allowed to at some points. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I mean, at least it shows something, because usually question last year was the guy facilitating, and to see him score both goals and being, you know, um, I was... I can't remember the second assist. I want to say were Phelps, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure, yeah. But basically seeing like the other forwards and midfielders stepping up to to facilitate, it makes me feel like we have a better chance on the offensive side. I'm still wary though defensively because while we haven't given up much in terms of goals, it is preseason. And who's our starting back line right now, honestly?
1: I mean what, right back is but at least in this last game yesterday was Salzizo, and Collin. Uh, Aaron Long and Justin Bilyeu
0: so where's uh, what's his name the Jamaican I can't even think of it the top of my head for some reason
1: Taxi yes. good old uh, yes. Lawrence yes. Uh, I believe he's hurt he got hurt in Jamaican National Team Camp oh. I don't know how hurt I don't know if he's out for uh, I don't know if he's out for precautionary reasons or if he's out out but um, yeah so that's, that's why I don't believe he played
0: of course he's out yeah because that would just be perfect right
1: can't. Yeah, naturally, you know, got to have
0: some sort of injury start the season off. Of course. So, so yeah, we don't have like a, a decent. Well, I guess we do have a decent backline, but it's not like a consistent backline. I guess at this point. So I don't yeah. know. I mean, we'll long,
1: long. I mean, long was a star in
0: the uh, yeah. USL team. So I, I think Bill, no, Billy didn't play in USL last year, did he? I don't know. I think or if did. He, did, he wasn't like one of the standout guys. I don't remember off the top of my head. I know he was a draft pick last year. Yeah. So.
1: And, he, and he's loaned out in my FIFA season so oh. I don't know that much yeah
0: what, 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 what league are you in at FIFA because I know you like to play in England
1: I'm currently in championship I've uh, been promoted two, two seasons
0: so and
1: eh. I think out of like out of current Red Bulls that are still starters on my team I think there's maybe like three
0: <laughs> is Dax still on your team because that'd be pretty funny
1: no, I, I started up the season after the Dak Street because I was trying to get the most up-to-date rosters. I did think about just buying them back, but, uh, yeah, I, I kept it. I think, as I, you know, now I think about it, I think oh, Verone is still playing for my team, Question uh, and Lawrence, and then I think everybody else is a newbie. So. Really? I <laughs>
0: mean, Robles is gone.
1: Yeah, Robles, I mean he tapped out on his potential so I I, sh- <laughs> I I and I and I put like an insane price tag on him and somebody matched it so I was like all right well, yeah, I guess I, guess I'm the, I guess my- you have
0: to do that at that
1: point. Yes. <laughs> I promoted Ryan Mara, who is also now no longer the starter because I traded him uh, too? No, I didn't trade him. I actually put an in insane I I haven't sold him yet. I'm probably going to sell him in the next transfer window because I have a uh, a um academy kid who's pretty damn good so <laughs> we, we seem to have like somehow moved into the ground here like very quickly
0: <laughs> well I mean there's nothing else to talk, really talk about so
1: yeah we might as well talk about my FIFA season which I'm sure is really thrilling I'll say this much Jordan Morris video game version is a pain in my ass I mean he's all like he's all like I want to be transferred because you didn't start me in the check-a-trade trophy and I'm like he's serious. I'm saving you for the euro
0: the euro man I remember I, I, I tried to play football manager one year, and I think it was, I forget what the hell year it was, but uh, Will, Willem Conde, when he was still playing, mm-hmm. it was like preseason, there was like an inter-squad scrimmage, and I put him on the secondary team, and he's like, I'm, I'm really pissed off now. I'm like, it was a scrimmage. What the hell are you arguing? <laughs> it's like, Jude, relax, man. It's a scrimmage. It's not an actual game.
1: Yeah, I I wish there was a way you could do that in the game where you could tell them, I'm like, I'm arresting you for the next big game, relax.
0: Uh, I don't know, I I haven't played FIFA in months, and I've got to finish up the the story, the Alex Hunter story.
1: Ah, I haven't done that. I I play my story modes in games where I shoot and blow things up.
0: It's actually interesting. If you you have FIFA, it's worth checking out. I know I say that as, like, it's, what, six months released? Yeah. It's not even, like...
1: Well, this is when I get back into the game, like, right as the season's approaching and I can just start having fun again. Like, that's that's kind of when I, like, get into my FIFA, so I'm definitely not going to buy FIFA 18 when it gets released, for sure. The only, th-
0: the only thing with the story mode with Alex Hunter is that it focuses on the, the Premier League, because he built a story around, uh, like, a grandfather who played, so they have to keep it in, in England, because, you know, otherwise it doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, you probably don't want to, like, have a... Uh, you know story mode without uh, MLS like make it to the big time with half empty stadiums because it's too cold you know that that probably wouldn't be so good
0: no Uh, so anything else you want to talk about
1: I don't think I've read anything in the world of soccer that I can think of uh, that I want to bring up so
0: yeah yeah, I think I'm good I'm in the same boat so let's wrap this one up then all right. Uh, you can visit us at semester dot com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant. Uh, help us by going to patreon.com slash triple rant through a few bucks our way to support the show. You can email us at red rant at gmail.com You can call us at nine seven three three four eight five three two nine. Facebook dot com slash red rant on Twitter at red bull rant for the show at doc the for myself at pmac d eight two for Pat at the Truman for Truman whose ESC meeting is still going on apparently. Um, you can subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, uh, SoundCloud.com slash red hyphen ball hyphen rant, and pretty much anywhere else that you can find a podcast. Uh, last words before we get out of here.
1: Uh, let's be the first MLS team to win the CCL in the modern era, so win. There you go.
0: Uh, so for Pat and myself, this was episode number 211 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and since it is officially the start of a new season, go Red Bulls. Late.